0: Thanks for tuning in to Power Athlete Radio featuring the crew, where a former pro football player, a D3 All-Star, and a guy who peaked in high school use strength and conditioning as an excuse to talk about everything but. Now here's John Luke-Tex. and Tex. On. Kick the wheels right before the hammer strikes, make sure the left
1: Rolling? We've, been rolling, We've always been rolling for
2: the past two hours.
3: <laughs> Power Athlete Nation, welcome to another episode of the Premier Podcast in Strength and Conditioning. Who are you? Ng, I'm Tex, and I'm batting lead off today for our intro. And I want to introduce my team of co hosts esteemed. esteemed or illustrious? Esteemed. I can, I don't have an adjective off the top of my head.
0: What
2: the hell is an adjective? <laughs>
3: uh john wellborn 10-year nfl veteran 100 career starts 10 playoff appearances luke summers high school state champion high school state champion Stops right there (laughs) (laughs) awesome guys thanks for joining our show today we got a fun one because we're getting into what's happening on field strong and i what's the deal with field strong some field strong
2: that's right ladies and gentlemen another episode of the crew series here the hotline is open, McQuokin. Mm. Do you know the number off the top of your head? Ooh, pop quiz. 929-464.
3: Nine, nine, four, right. four, yeah. 464. Four, uh-huh. Zero. That's 929-464. Nine, nine, four, four, In. Ing, ing, zero. <laughs> zero.
2: That's right. Well, should we get right into it, or is there yeah. anything we want to talk about with uh Eddie Van Hanley
1: and how he would arrange his... Oh, <laughs> I thought we... <laughs>
2: I mean we caught it. It was before the intro. Uh, oh. You know, I mean
1: Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh passed on. I I never thought well, actually no, he battled cancer uh, before, but I yeah, always thought he for a while. Yeah, I always thought well he smoked a ton of cigarettes. Well, and he, went to he read did a lot, lot of, more than that. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. But I always imagined Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth would have kicked the bucket before Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. No, there's a rock star gene. I truly
3: believe, like, the amount. If we look at freaking Keith Richards yeah. and, and Mick, uh, oh, uh, and then
1: uh, S- uh, Stevie Nicks or uh, Motley uh, Cruz yeah, lead, um, what's it, uh, Nikki Six and uh, Tommy Lee?
3: Oh, yeah. There's certainly a rock star gene. There's a Mickey Mantle gene. It's just you can do a copious amount of drugs, alcohol, look at Ozzy, sex, booze, and all that, mm-hmm. and
1: just live
2: like a, decades of your life missing.
1: Decades. Yes. Like, gone. Yeah. Generations, uh-huh. multi generations, like Ozzy that's Stephen King bonkers
2: that's bonkers
1: yeah anyway so the Van Halen why
3: this is relevant (laughs) the the fun fact that I I picked up and experienced like just had the the flashback is Eddie Van Halen on the records that the Van Halen put out he would own the right speaker so at concerts only he was piped into the right side of the stage in your car Eddie Van Halen's lead guitar only piped in to the the right side of your speaker. What was the reason? And then for that? the rest to it's just art. He yeah, a, a music savant. So then you would hear and appreciate mm-hmm. this guitar, and it would hear it differently. And then on the opposite side, the rest of the band. The support. Me personally, I'm a Sammy. Hagar, a Van Hagar fan versus the the Van Halen. In the beginning, that's just who I'm mm-hmm. attuned to. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a fun fact. And then had I heard that when people were talking about Hagar, just because he passed away, and then experienced that in high school, I couldn't remember whose car it was. But just that experience of only
1: part of the song. Yeah, coming were you through. guys driving around listening to Adam Sandler's "It's a Piece of Shit Car"? <laughs> with, I got <laughs> a piece a of high shit probability. Car. Yeah, God, that's man, one of my those, favorites.
3: Oh, yeah, that those CDs were in our rotation. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Okay. But G- Genius. That's not what we're talking about no. today.
2: No. Or, well, it can be. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. Screw episode. We're wow. not beholden uh, to some
1: guests. But we do have some potentially amazing questions on the hotline.
2: Let me dial in just for a second. Okay, voice. let's see if we get something good. Oh, here's one. Random selection. Let's see what this one has to say. Totally random, guys.
0: Hey guys, block one couch Don Ricci here calling couch. from Charlottesville, Virginia The weather here is a beautiful Rainy, dreary day How's the weather back in Austin? Haven't heard in a while
1: uh-
2: So that's the question Thanks for calling Don uh, It is cold We're now into the, the, we're the in
1: winter the, season yeah, We're in the 40s and
2: 50s And wet, cold and wet, which isn't that bad I'm pretty excited, my sod is responding well But spoiler alert folks, that's not what it's all about Here's the rest of the question
0: Uh, But the reason why I'm calling is because I'm seeing a lot of chatter recently on the Field Strong feed, and it's getting me excited and giddy to schoolgirl. There's only one season that's better than wedding season, and that's Pamp season, and I can't wait to get rocking and rolling. So I was hoping you guys could do a deep dive into the background of it, uh, the reason behind it. And also maybe some uh, insight into those uh, for those athletes that may have some equipment limitations because there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, I love it. Keep at it, guys, and enjoy listening to the premier podcast in strength. <laughs> And conditioning. Mm-hmm.
1: Bye. Uh, bye. Thanks, Don. Uh, God Don. What a uh, voice of an angel. How many eps text do you
2: think we tried to get <laughs> th- 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 going? It's just, and Callie would text us instead It's of not funny. Ing, 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 and she'd be like, Seriously guys, it's it, this is like it's bad. What you're doing is bad. <laughs> it's bad for everybody, it's bad for me, it's bad for the podcast, and it's bad for you guys and you don't even know. What, it wasn't that many. Maybe a hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was only about two years.
2: Oh, man. Well, Don, thanks for calling. Weather here is chilly. It is damp. And it is... But it's kind of a relief, uh, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion, because it, it was hot just a few weeks ago. For months.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it was kind of interesting. We had uh, like a really interesting fall day. We were in, <laughs> We were in the office, <laughs> and it was hot and kind of humid and sunny. And I turned the fan on, and I was like, man, it's kind of hot. And all of a sudden... A cold front blew in about noon, Uh and all of a sudden, as I was sitting there, it was like uh, down to thirty. No, it came. It was probably in the seventies. It was pretty warm when we went to go work out at the gym at seven. Came back, it was sweaty. It was kind of hot. Turned the fan on, and then all of a sudden, noon, it went to like Mm fifty. And as I'm sitting here, I'm like, wow, it's kind of cold. And then at four o'clock, it all of a sudden went down to thirty nine degrees.
3: I do have a story about this. Go very quickly. Yes. The what happened? The question, so it's top. Oh, okay. There, well, there was a storm in Oklahoma, or there was a combined... So two cold fronts touched. John, this
2: is a twister thing.
3: It is a twister thing. Two storm fronts Jesus, touched... How did I not see this listen, coming? It's like a slow listen, punch. Listen. <laughs> two storm fronts touched in... Cold fronts touched in Oklahoma and then pushed down to Texas, and they called it in Oklahoma, this is like Winter Storm Billy. So they, they named it Billy. Oh, Billy. And I get a text on... Uh, two Monday afternoon, like after this is going through, Oh, it was Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, but Monday after it hit and you and I were like, fuck, it's cold. And then Tuesday morning workout, I get a text from my college roommates who, you know, mm-hmm. love them some twister that a storm from Oklahoma came in named Billy. And then basically went into Billy the extreme mm-hmm. this is the character, the main character in the movie twister. And then just an onslaught of twister quotes and, should I, pull,
2: should I mute his mic <laughs>
1: uh, I think it's just really sad that you and your friends are virgins that's funny
2: nice shot yeah. that's a Baron by the way buddy. Ooh, yeah
3: well it's fine it's, it's fucking hilarious yeah it's, no that uh, was Billy the dude, extreme
1: it was uh, it was really funny like we were just kind of sitting there everything was fine and then all of a sudden it was like like I, like I would think I was wearing shorts and like I'm like man it's kind of a little yeah. cold in here well needless to say we've <laughs> now we're organizing 2021
3: our mm-hmm. cast of characters in Halloween costumes. We're going to get it together. It's going to be the cast of Twister, and we've already assigned all the friends their roles, so this is going down as, yeah, 20, 20, 2021 21 Halloween. Twister. Oh, well, it's going to be on our Friday mm-hmm. watch, and I'm going to force uh, you well, so to rewatch this movie re- 20 really? years later.
2: With that, so it's 20 years. My 1996. Article, so we were talking a little bit about Halloween costumes for the kiddos, right, which is like I think at the age I'm at now, we're like we're not talking about our costumes, yeah. you know. Um, but when I was, you know, you're in your 20s and you're hitting the bar scene, you're gonna do something that's still supposed to be edgy and poppy and like eye grabbing. Our go to is always IMDb ten years prior and pick movies from ten oh, years great. ago to try to find people to like you know dress as because every every other asshole in the bar is gonna be like. Joker. Current movie, From, yeah. from yeah, yeah. Batman. Uh, uh, what's
3: your name? Harley Quinn. R- right, oh, right. God damn so it. Everyone's I remember gonna do that. The current
2: ones, but then you're going to roll in as like, which I'm not bad at, 20 years, you're rolling as Twister?
1: Like, fantastic. 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Final. Dude, dude, the best costume I saw was that we were in Newport Beach and we went to Rudy's And uh, a crew of like 20 people came in as the Chilean miners that were stuck. You remember? Uh, Yeah. Like they were stuck underground. It was a big store. Like they came in with pickaxes, yellow hats, Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And they like, they had names and it was like, uh, Bruno, you know, like all these, like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, like, um, Spanish or, you know, uh, whatever, like Latin names. And, uh, (laughs) like the one dude comes in with the flag for Chile and I'm like, god the chilean miners Clever. that is fucking genius and there's like 20 of them with fucking lights in their house uh, i do have a non-clever costume
3: story i was telling luke this morning and you i think you gave me advice not to do this because i was in california but one wade shirt ship visit i visited and was staying with luke and then they wanted halloween to like just a movie date night so my cousin lives in hollywood or he did at the time and just connected with him, took the, the van yeah. to Hollywood and could uh, barely. I remember this story. But my costume, I grew a mustache mm-hmm. and was very excited about it. <laughs> and I bought an old school Jake Plummer jersey. You remember his team photo where he's just like an idiot with shag ass hair and then mm-hmm. a dirty mustache? So that was my costume. My cousin was Ric Flair. And so we were these two dudes rolling through Hollywood bars. And we were the two most popular men in the bar. For other like straight men, they kept on coming up to us (laughs) and be like, fucking Jake Plummer, that's amazing. I love this. Yeah. And then try to talk about like they were Denver fans and football. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, we're getting hit
1: on by straight dudes. Yeah. And and then my cousin,
3: everybody came up to my cousin, like, give me the woo. Like, woo. And dude, it was. It was hilarious and like, uh-huh. oh, we are so, such idiots. Was that like idiots. the year of the Sergio Holmes, Ric Flair, like viral? 20, it was 2016. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not sure if he had his resurgence. Uh-huh. So I, I think it was pre-resurgent of Nick uh, or... It was
2: his, probably right on the front end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: like before his daughter w- hit the, the diva scene. So I yeah. like people were just like, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And then they were hitting us. They weren't... I don't think we got any beers out of it, but just like nonstop, we're like. Oh, Compl- but
1: iterating. we did get a bunch of cosmos. Mm. No beers, Apple <laughs> a lot of appletones. Dakries, Dakries. Do you have a blender back but there?
3: But the the nightcap, we did go to a strip club. Like it's, it was the one across from the comedy store.
1: Like oh, I have no idea. Uh, the about, seventh Fail? I don't no idea about Hollywood. That was my only time yeah, there. The, uh, I just remember seeing. There's the, the, the bo- uh, store. on Sunset. Uh, it's the Body Shop. And then there's the seventh fail. think bail. the body, shop but, yeah, the body shop's familiar. probably where you went.
3: Yeah. But then even in the strip club, we're getting approached by um, men. Bros? And it's just like, we're the they stupidest.
2: Call- <laughs> no, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it, it' so easy. You know, it's like so obvious, so easy, right? Just a little bit of facial hair investment is all it took. Yeah.
3: But yeah, like, I guess bounce, dude. everybody was so surprised mm-hmm. that somebody was freaking Jake plumber. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stupid. It's
1: great.
2: Pivot, hard, spin, hard. Zone, spin zone. Two storms have collided. We're now Hurricane Billy. Let's get back to the topic. So Don Ricci wants to know about PAMC.
1: P-A-M-C. Power athlete metabolic conditioning cycles. Mm-hmm. Circuit. Metabolic circuit cycle. Circuit cycle. Yeah. Condi- yeah, metabolic circuits. Yeah, that's what it is. Metabolic circuits. Power athlete metabolic circuits.
2: And Field Strong. Field Strong flagship training program available in our catalog of services at powerethathtq.com. Shameless plug, follow our programming, follow our programming, follow it, follow it. And I get, yeah, that was the original launched program, which is full service. The goal is unlocking athletic potential, developing a high level of athleticism. Uh, it's unlike any training program that we're aware of out there. And one of the training cycles, because it's a multi year template, is the PAMACA cycle which we're just we're getting into right yeah yeah so
1: it's live right now yeah Thanks. the history of it's pretty interesting so uh, 1996 I'm in college uh, Todd Rice comes in and for winter conditioning when we came back he put us through something called the Nebraska circuits okay. and uh, Boyd Epley came up with this deal and they did a bunch of research and found out that uh, you know you could put people through these metabolic conditioning Circuits And, uh, you know, three sets of 10 short rest uh, deal, you know, and there was a, a huge androgen response. And especially for people that were uh, coming off of like, let's say a season, uh, season ends, bowl game, uh, you know, D training, that this was like the perfect spot to hit it so that it could be a cascading ramping effect early in the off season, build this big base for metabolic conditioning and then being able to taper off into more advanced training. So I have the three
3: primary purposes of why Boyd applied it pre. So coming off of your off season and then pre uh, spring training. So the primary reasons that he found were greater number one, greater testosterone release when using large muscle group exercises, examples, squat and leg press with heavy resistance. Number two, greater serum growth hormone release when doing three sets of 10 as compared to three sets of five and number three, greater serum growth hormone release when utilizing a one-minute rest yep. compared to a three-minute rest between sets.
1: So they actually he tested... trained athletes. Uh, For his football. Yeah, yeah football so, so they used it in the football. Uh, so we did it at Cal, and it was awful. Um, but like, Was it's, it
2: as like written or was it like a oh, oh
1: No, it was straight up as written. Yeah, cool. uh, so we used a lot of machines. And so uh, every off-season since then, so the next year, off-season winter conditioning came. We did the PMA or we did the metabolic conditioning circuits. And it just became kind of a staple. So every year after the season ended, uh, I would usually take the month of January off. And my first training uh, session was always around Valentine's Day. It was like February 14th, February 15th. And I would always do some block of like kind of this metabolic conditioning circuits. Mm -hmm. Um, When I trained with Roth, uh, we did um, as written and then we added variations over the years. But there was always this like uh, aerobic glycolytic conditioning block that allowed us to build upon it later. So when I started doing CrossFit football and I started programming it, we started in March. And uh, all of a sudden we went from that like in-season, off-season kind of template and as soon as the season was done, I realized, I was like, man, what should we do? Well, the thing is, I'll come up with the PMAC, and I launched it there. But what I did is I uh, CrossFit footballized it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a ton of machines, like lat pull downs, and there was hamstring curls. Do you have it in front of you? And and a I, lot of I have so. both. I can read the original. Yeah. So this yeah, is Boyd's from
3: Nebraska. This is the Husker Power yep. circuit. Uh, station one, squat or leg press. Station two, bench press or chest press three lat pull down or chin assistance four leg curl five shoulder press six low row seven leg extension eight
1: tricep push down nine arm curl so
3: and the
2: format like so the set rep scheme and rest if finish up
1: yeah and and so the other problem too is uh what what we observed is that the first time so we did it i think it was uh three no so we did it two days a week And then on the other days we did speed and you do plyo and we lifted and did all this. But uh, the first time we did it, we did it as written. And then the second year we had a little more insight with Coach Rice where we started with like two sets and then we cascaded into three sets. And then we started kind of playing with it a little bit, and um, and
2: the, like also kind of ratchet weight up, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like Start a yeah. little lighter, and ratchet so up. the problem everybody made on the very first one is everybody like, hey, I squat five hundred pounds. Let me do three fifteen or five hundred or four hundred, and check. then next thing you know, you get the first set done. They get the sixty seconds. You go to set two, five set five uh, reps in. You're like imploding, imploding. You start set three, and you start throwing up. And the amount like they had trash cans at every single station, and people. <coughs> were throwing up left and right because they just weren't conditioned for it. Now, the second time you went through, it's kind of like CrossFit, you kind of understand it. And you understand like, I'm gonna sandbag a little bit. And then what we did is we kind of did a linear progression, a kind of a progressive overload with it. So using it in CrossFit football, and then obviously in Field Strong, I've learned a ton from not only doing it myself, Uh, in college, also doing it in the NFL. And then I still try to do it every year. Um, I don't think I did it. Uh, no, I did it last year.
3: Yeah. Mix up the movements a little
1: bit. Yeah. No, I I always test a different variation. Mm -hmm. So we always do it and it's always in the, you know, the season's finishing up. It gets cold. PMAC is going to build the base that allows us to progress for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But there's always a lot of sprint, a lot of lifting and a lot of plyometric stuff because, you know, if, Similar to what we were talking about, uh, you know, earlier on the podcast, if you just do nothing but metabolic conditioning, if you do nothing but glycolytic work, and you don't start playing in those upper registers, then you're not really yeah. getting the type of max, mo- unit, max motor unit recruitment that you need.
2: So, Tex, go give us a, the detailed session in terms of like sets, reps, wor- uh, and rest intervals. Okay. For the for the Nebraska, what was it? Nebraska muscle. Uh,
3: uh, number, uh Husker, Husker, power. Husker power. Husker power. So the it's how. Epley split it was upper lower. So the first first part upper and then down you get to the, the lower portion but it was essentially um, It's opposing muscles. Opposing then weird. one, you have one minute to hit your sets of ten and then it was a two minute rest between um, before you have to start the next set. Um, and then John, do we get into John's layout? Yeah.
1: So
2: but how would he do we know how he would lay that out in throughout the week or throughout the cycle
1: yeah it was it was done uh it was a Tuesdays and Thursdays and then they would do uh or what we did is it was always on Tuesdays and Thursdays Monday and Friday were uh, like strength and plyometrics mm-hmm. and then Wednesday was like a big sprint day
2: were that would Monday Monday and Friday be full body jump
1: um yeah or? yeah it was snatch clean and jerk okay. um it was front squats uh we lifted it was a ton of plyometrics we did a lot of box jumps a lot of broad jumps and a lot of like just uh, kind of like plyometric yeah, speed work web, outside. High, high. Yeah, yeah, like high, high quality stuff. And then Wednesday was just a straight up uh, sprint day. So we would go out and A skips, B skips, uh, you know, all this stuff. And it was just basically a ton of, um, we didn't do any overspeed, but it was a, a, a ton of technique work for the sprint.
2: So if somebody, let's say, listening is like, I want to do this. So you're saying Monday, come in, do some dynamic pulling and some plyos. Yeah. Right? Tuesday, you're coming in. You're gonna follow what we had just talked about uh, in terms of. Uh, I mean, you're gonna to have to. I doubt they're gonna have a leg press. No, pole, so so, you'll have to, so like,
1: that's like, why use I modif- the power athlete well, version, right? Yeah, Which, so that's why I came up with a cross the CrossFit football power athlete version because the people that we're working for, or like you know the people that are on our training programs that we're working with, uh, you know, I always kind of picture the garage gymmer, the people right, that you know, right. like what's the you know, if you have access to a leg press, like if you yeah. want to sub it in, you can. But we're going to write it for the squat. Yeah.
2: Barbell, you got a barbell,
1: some dumbbells, yes, yeah, so like and a kettlebells, iron,
2: squat yeah. rack, yep.
1: pull up station. That's
2: so, probably what you're working with. Yeah, and
1: uh, and and so like realizing that um, you know the people that were following the CrossFit football page, like weren't necessarily training in a global gym where they would have this stuff. So like instead of tricep pushdowns, which we do, we had dips and we had supine ring rows, and there was just a lot of things that were more within the uh, the training paradigm and that like uh, exercise bank let's call it that was, that was more applicable for the people that we were working with um, what I found was that uh, the amount of people that were doing the metabolic conditioning circuits like went through the roof and people started looking at it and I would get emails and talk about it and uh, people loved it so when we transitioned over into Field Strong it became a staple within the training program
2: so go into the Field Strong one like the details of it Tex
1: okay
3: uh, just the circuit alone and then we can get into the the waves that john was able to mm-hmm. to to layer on <clears throat> circuit itself so we have back squat to begin barbell back squat barbell bench press pull up strict full gh ham raises and then press strict press vertical chin-ups into front squat a little spicy and then barbell uh, parallel bar dips And then our curls. Well, the...
2: The front squat is not a little spicy. Uh, the it is spicy. The, very, the the, very the
1: spicy. front <laughs> squat at the end. It was the ultimate like eye poke, you yeah. know, like a, eh, ah, you gotta yeah, be po- yeah. you poked me in the eye. Like in oh, the, that's uh, where it gets everybody on that first run. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and the problem is people that ego and the I I always love like the Johnny Rockstars and all the people that would follow it like not in- actual in-
2: or like for real Johnny Rockstar. Yeah, okay. yeah, but
1: but like Ingo and all of them, like you know, Ingo's done it for what like you know since you know for the yeah eight, eight years it, yeah ten years. Uh, he's always on there, like, coaching people up, like, take your ego out of this. Start conservative. Yeah, yeah. Make the first day easy and linear progress, because we didn't do that. And I I remember the first day, I'd squatted 600. We get in there. I, like, put, like, I think it was, like, 365 on the bar. I hit the 10. All of a sudden, they yell time. I get underneath it. And, like, set five, all of a sudden, I can taste metal like I'm throwing up. Mm -hmm. And I rack it. And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, strip plates off. And I'm down at 225, barely getting it. And the best is we got no... Um, coaching on what weight to put on the bar. Right. Right. They just, and, and I think the reason was like, fuck these kids. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah you're, you're bulletproof. So then, so Tex, the intervals, rest intervals.
3: Well, you have 80 seconds to complete the whole thing. Right. And then before your next set starts. Yeah. So yes. if so you so want to, hit, yeah, right. the back squat, each movement is back to back. Mm-hmm. So the, the, this waves. So we start light, medium. Then you get to heavy still with two sets Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for two weeks. And then the third week is when you bump it up to three sets, but then wave back down to a lighter weight Mm because we get more volume in there. Right. Another mistake people make is just linear progress. This Yeah, and then no, you had a whole different uh,
1: like uh, this is the interesting thing is uh, having the experience of do- of doing it traditionally and then doing it like when we started training in the nfl and then having done it over the years the waves and the way that i've set it up i think is the like the evolution of this stuff mm-hmm. so um you know we talked about like if you do something in 10 years later you haven't changed or there isn't some evolution of it i think right. at that point you're not either studying or working or you're not doing it you're just you know, spinning the same story. So I, I, I like the fact that it's evolved and we learn something every year from it.
2: Yeah. So, so I guess ladies and gentlemen at home who want to give this a sucker a whirl, here comes the challenge of the garage jimmer with a barbell, some plates, a rack, and these movement selections is like you, you need to go in with a plan on how you're going to load the plates. Cause it's probably not going to be traditional. Like if you're going to load on two twenty five, you may mm-hmm. not use wheels because you're going to want to strip off for one of your next movements down to ninety five. So you might put twenty fives on the inside, and then peel off your your heavy plates because like, so have a plan going into it, and that's one
1: one of the big things. Use so, the rest to prepare. It, yeah. it yeah. helps to have more than one barbell. That it, was another thing. Like, oh, yeah. um, so, you know, for sure. we've had people that have used one barbell. But all of a sudden, when you go from what was it back squat to bench what, press, back squat to bench yeah. press? Yeah. So we we have had people do it where um, they did the bi- they did the back squat and then uh, you know like instantly like you know uh, you know transition into the bench and so I mean there's going to take a little bit uh um, not necessarily a Chinese fire drill because that would be cultural appropriation and maybe. Um, Ethnically, you know, insensitive, insensitive. Mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to be a little bit of a scramble to get it set up. It helps to have two barbells for sure. So what we, what we had people do is if you're going to back squat, back squat on the outside of the rack mm-hmm. and then have the pins on the inside with the bench already set up. Even if you have one, you can strip it all off, throw it on there and hopefully get it done.
2: Mm-hmm. Or what we've done or I've seen done as well is back squat and floor press, right? So like you can dump the bar, peel the plates, put in your low J hooks, get under there and and make it happen. Or I guess if you have heavy enough dumbbells, like is the barbell essential or could you theoretically use a dumbbell?
1: You could use
3: a dumbbell. Yes, because the focus is metabolic conditioning. Mm -hmm. And then the bench press, if you have that opportunity, that would be the one sub in there Mm -hmm. I'd recommend. What about dumbbell shoulder press? Well, I don't Uh, think you have to the way the the structure of the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have a movement following, you got the chin-ups following the press. To then hit your 10 chin-ups and then, or max reps. Mm -hmm. What I did with this when I was working with high school kids, we did max reps on those just to get it out of the way. Yeah, Um, But then during your chin-up rest, you load up for your front squat fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the reason I did the front squat like that towards the end was obviously it's going to be lighter, so it's going to be easier to kind of get into that. Mm -hmm. So the idea of stripping out and setting that up.
2: Well, maybe not obvious John cuz there are some proficient front squatters that have had their shit pushed in <laughs> once they get to the si- it's a sixth movement. Yeah, it
1: it should
3: be 10 movements. Yeah, it's 6 yeah. or 7. So it's the- plus 1 and that that is almost the plus 1 where uh Epley's the lower there is no lower body challenge aside from the leg extension. Right. So this this front squat
1: adds a mental Yeah. Fu. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I dude. This whole thing was uh, well designed in that uh, um, you know how they did it. And I, um, if you'd ever been to Nebraska's weight room, and I was fortunate to take a trip out there and see it, they had. I mean, dude, they had him and probably 30 strength coaches, and they had uh, enough stations and and enough bars and racks and whatever that every player, like uh, you and your training partner, everybody had a rack. So, like, they had, like, 40 or 50 racks. It was was absolutely insane. And he sat up in his office with all these cameras, like, in this command station, and he could, like, you know, set one or, uh, you know, rack 27, and he would just sit up there and, like, God talking down. (laughs) So weird.
3: So for the glute ham...
2: How are guys and gals
3: subbing it on Field Strong if they don't have a GHD? I would recommend our manual resisted hamstring curls mm-hmm. and then five five good reps if you're
2: or really you counting
1: that eccentric. Or you could do uh, like the um, Sornix uh, hamstring roller we use or the Physio Ball uh, hamstring yeah, curls. If you got a Physio Ball for
2: mm-hmm.
3: set up in a bridge and hit your curls and get a big squeeze and pump at the top. Mm-hmm.
2: So the big thing here is we're looking for is like that knee flexion.
1: Well, isolation, yeah. yeah. Isolation of that hamstring. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's pretty interesting when you look at the hamstring training. Uh, you know, obviously there's a straight leg and bent, mm-hmm. which is is kind of different than really any other muscle. Yep. Uh, articular Yeah. I so, you know, the idea, like I pulled RDLs today and finished up with some hamstring curls, but it's uh, I actually read a really p- interesting piece of research that there was greater activation in a seated hamstring curl than there was in a laying hamstring curl. Hmm and um, so I
2: how are you supposed to show your butt off to everybody else at the gym
1: your home gym <laughs> your wife? Uh, Instagram that's how you do it for Instagram well, you, my, uh, you uh, set it low
2: uh, what do they call only fans only fans only yeah. What's that called? OnlyFans?
1: I don't know. Uh, what's, what's your you account? Again? Yeah, what's your account? <laughs> the Luke Summers at Fans no, Only? No, that's another guy. Why are you blushing?
2: I'm just hot in here. You know, <laughs> it's so
3: hot. He's really
2: blushing. I, dude,
1: I, if you had a Fans Only over there just in there taking weird pics, that'd be, I, I could totally see it. Well, and, and, you have, Bo, and Bo Columbo would be paying yeah, for it. Yeah, Sign he up. has one follower, the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what do you mean? <laughs> He's paying himself.
1: He's paying himself. Uh, right,
3: right pocket, left pocket. <laughs> oh,
2: that was a great shtick. Is that a burn or not? I think that's just truth, Pinguino. Pinguino, get out of here.
3: Okay, so back on it. So we're g- uh, and not the circuit alone, like the where John expressed the value on these. So circuits were going to fall Tuesdays and Fridays, but still, now we on field strong get the opportunity to reintroduce our Olympic weightlift mm-hmm. movement and action in there and really get explosive. So it's not as heavy a load as
1: well. The the reason is, is uh, there's really no eccentric load in the Olympic movements. Uh-huh. So everything's very concentric. So we can actually put a ton of dynamic pulling and a lot more of this type of stuff in there because of that. So there was an interesting balance in terms of the plyometrics, a lot of dynamic Oli pulling, and uh, you know, that was really just kind of an interesting foundation. The problem is, is that um, there is a really interesting adaptation that happens for within the the windows in which you're doing it. The problem we ran into is that, and you saw this when you were at Texas when they were just doing nothing but metabolic conditioning psych- circuits, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden now they were having injuries because you were asking yeah. them to do something extremely. Ballistic dynamic explosive and over and over again repeated max effort, you know deal Put your foot in the ground and sprint as fast as you can, but I've been doing a training that we talked about earlier uh, Necessitates the conversion of fast twitch muscle fibers to slow twitch muscle fibers to be able to survive the load So it works great for building that aerobic base and that conditioning But at some point you have to transition into a more, you know heavy dynamic training program um, I just, uh, I was reading, um, some that, uh, I think it was Brent contrasts, uh, the glute guy was talking about and being like, you know, conditioning is great, but there, if your only focus is conditioning and getting your heart rate up, you're leaving, you know, so much on the table for muscle mass and development and whatnot. And then people be like, oh, well, you know, look at the CrossFitters. And I'm like, yeah, but we also know women can hire, handle a higher percentage of their one arm for more reps and the volume and women respond differently to volume than guys do. So um, there's just a, um, there's a, a period of time where this is very valuable in the context of the entire training cycle, like what you're doing on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in, in concert with this mm-hmm. for a certain period that allows us to get into a more advanced training.
2: So, text. let's go ahead and give all of our listeners an entire week of training uh, that they would see on the PAMC. Okay. And then, hey, if you got a home gym, if you have access to a gym, try it. Try it. It's and then fun. Join us.
3: It's fun. Right. Join us on Field track. Monday, mm-hmm. we would get into our Bergner warm up, into some power snatch variations. So snatch, power snatch, including the catch, into power pulls and some accessory work for explosivity. Nice. Which principle is that, John?
1: Twelve. 13. I thought 11, the I thought the thirteenth was uh, no, I mean twelve is slay everything. No, what was eleven? I think tw- 11, 11 is, is explosivity. 11
2: is pick up straight bros.
1: <laughs> no, it didn't. Know. It didn't. I have what was the funny one that you were like, that's not a principle? Explosivity. It was explosivity. <laughs> yeah. And you were very serious about it. I think it was 11. <laughs> and the funny part is, I don't even know if that's a word. It wasn't then. It it, might be. Yeah. We, we coined it. Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of
3: like unscared. So that's biology. That's your Monday, mm-hmm. technical, very skill and power. Then into our Tuesday would be a day one of the metabolic conditioning mm-hmm. and we have two weeks of two sets of our 10 movements and then our wednesday we would get into an active recovery some form of
2: uh before wednesday
3: before wednesday mind, just do a walkthrough because okay
2: even if we've mentioned it three or four times and we know for the newbies on field strong they're gonna have like for whatever reason oh, you, it's a hard one to conceptualize yeah.
3: write it down go into it and have yeah. a plan yeah uh we got our pre-warm-up warm-up so some step ups some dead bugs and get your chili hot with a salt bike pushing that for a minute so imagine three rounds of those three into our setup our backs barbell back squat and we're going to do two sets of 10 you have 80 seconds to complete 10 reps mm-hmm. we encourage you to push it imagine you're going to execute those 10 reps within the original plan of Epley's 30 seconds yeah that's how you know it's a good wet
1: weight Mm -hmm. You hit it in 30 seconds, not used 80 seconds to hit your 10. Yeah, like
2: 25 to 30 seconds, you should be finishing your 10
1: Yeah, the reason I did it that way where I I gave, because later on what we'll do is uh, I'll give you like a 60-second rest in between your sets. Mm -hmm. But we ran this thing on a running clock. So it's just what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to force you to have a sense of urgency in the lifting, whereas then later on you keep that kind of uh, – Like that high tempo. Yeah, like you understand what's required of you. So this was just like, uh, I think it was easier to teach people on the front end the intensity I needed later Mm -hmm. before I added it, layered it on. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. so you're trying to maximize your rest. So you're setting up a clock for essentially like an 80-second repeating timer.
1: Correct.
3: Right. And yeah, aim, push it for that 30, which then leaves you how much time for rest? Nobody knows. For our listeners? 50 50 seconds. (laughs) The next movement are bench press so again two sets in a row so within that final if I'm using one barbell crack my back squats off I get 50 seconds to rearrange instead of my bench press right so barbell bench press for two sets in a row 80 seconds per then you're on to your strict pull-ups using your strict pull-up to rest and get set up for your next barbell movement would be a press but I have strict pull-ups two sets 10 reps, 80 seconds to complete it. So
2: what Tex is talking about there, you jump on, you hammer out your pull-ups, and when you pop off your pull-up, you're fiddling with that bar, getting it ready for your press.
3: Sure. And the movement following the pull-up is going to be your full glute ham raise Mm -hmm. or your hamstring curl, whether that's on a ball or MR curls.
2: Yeah, you're pinning your ankles down on your knee, and you're doing like the Nordic hamstring curl.
3: Mm -hmm. For our viewers on YouTube, Mm -hmm. I'm doing that action. Or, or the physio ball curl or uh-huh. something the else. Yeah, yeah, something. And then you're moving from hamstrings into your strict press. This Fs a lot of people up as well. Mm-hmm. I suggest put some 25s on there yeah. and figure it out versus
1: committing <laughs> to the 135-pound option. No, you got to like – that's why so, – This is the mistake we made was that uh, by setting it up this way, it allows you to kind of understand because all of a sudden we're going to do this in week three and four and five and six. That's when shit gets serious. So I'm trying to let people kind of figure out the template, like, uh, you know, the progression, how they're moving through it, the weights.
2: It's like a learning curve, right?
1: Yeah. And then uh, or it's it's like, hey, like you start off at first gear and all of a sudden the RPMs get up and then we shift into a second and the speed goes Mm -hmm. up. It's Mm -hmm. the same as just driving a manual transmission.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Press.
1: 80 seconds, two sets of 10 each. Then you're onto your
3: chin up two sets of 10, 80 seconds to complete it during your chin up rest. You're setting up for your front squat weight, Mm -hmm. your fight. Mm -hmm. I'm going 225 to start. So we'll figure that out. Oh Jesus. The, I got short levers, the front squat. Then now we have two sets of 10 reps. Mm -hmm. You still need to push that 30 seconds don't just move through this. So you are think of a metabolic like at this point will they be tired? <laughs> uh, they'll be pumped yeah they'll be they'll be feeling a pumped up they'll their movement they'll hit a fatigue in their movement versus a feeling of fatigue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they'll be surprised where they the wall they hit in their front squats versus how they're feeling mm. uh, Their muscles will tell them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, two sets of ten these, these 10 are a fight push push for that 30 and maximize your rest time, as Luke said earlier. Do we allow them to take weight off? No. But anyway, <laughs> two sets of front squats, you figure it out because you're basically finding a good way to restart on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Then fi- uh, next, moving on to our parallel bar dips, you hit 10, I like to add weight to these, <laughs> so it's still within the 30 seconds. Uh, full range pump, and then finally, is the,
1: the second uh, of the week on Thursday or Friday? Friday. It's on Friday. Okay, cool. Because I said earlier it was on Thursday, but it was always Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then we would snatch, clean, and jerk Mondays and Thursdays and then sprint. And yeah, on Wednesdays. That's what it was. Yep. Then final
3: action is barbell bicep curl. Mm-hmm. Two sets of 10 and you don't be use afraid
2: dumbbells. to dumbbells.
1: Yeah, yeah you, you can use anything for the barbell for the biceps.
2: What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs>
1: Uh, violent hip extension bicep I, curls.: I, 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 got I'm e- curl. I got an off the strict curl. I'm e-
2: over it. I got, is-
1: I got an email yesterday from a guy who's been following Johnny Bod, uh-huh. and he asked, how long Johnny Bod should take. And when I look at it, I think, uh, sub 20 minutes, yeah. 15 minutes, yeah. like I can hit that thing like superset through it. Johnny Bod's been taking him 40 minutes, and is mm-hmm. this a problem?" And I, I literally laughed and I was like, "How long are you resting in between sets?" He's like, three to five minutes. And I was like, no rest, no waiting, smash it through, yeah, attack. It's somewhere between six and eight, uh, eight sets, supersets of all these different, of you know, anywhere from yeah. two to three different movements. I was like, dude, you should blast this thing, right? If you got to rest three to five minutes, and he's like, well, I'm, you know, on this. I'm like, your conditioning needs to come up dramatically, but yeah, yeah, I'm sorry.
2: Well, you know what they say about bicep curls? It's all in the hips.
1: <laughs> yeah, kip those curls. They, they, ah, uh, it's like, tw- it's like twister. There's only one um, person that really likes that. <laughs> <that's- movement. laughs> I established there's multiple people yes,
3: and we uh, all lived together in college. Yeah. Uh, uh, Russell Crowe. The we want to, Russell Crowe. What's wrong with him? In, um, was he in Twister? Well, in a beautiful
2: no. mind, there's a lot of people that lived with him as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did. He win a Nobel Prize. Uh, potato potato yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that fits Bill, there, but whatever.
3: Bill, Bill Paxton. Fuck, he's great. And then
1: um, he he hasn't been in anything since. He's, he passed he was, away. R I P. John. He was Chet. In weird science, and that was uh, really the, the highlight of his career. <laughs> Alien, uh, day after t- not day after tomorrow, uh, live, die,
3: repeat. What's that movie with Tom Cruise? You edge know, what oh,
1: about. Edge, of edge of Tomorrow, of tomorrow. That's He's great, great. Edge, edge of Tomorrow, yeah, where he plays the uh, the asshole, yeah. yeah, that's good. The so that's the Tuesday,
3: and then we have some active recovery, cool down movement, and then the Wednesday, that we got a, a variety of action throughout the cycle but think uh, opportunity to sprint do some rowing versus climber variety but get your heart rate up the thursday will bring more power so we got our some dynamic pull this is more of a clean so think of monday as more snatch action then thursday is more clean action and on to our next day or friday is our second day of the cycle mm-hmm. or the circuit during the week and it's a repeater it is a repeater but theoretically would wave up to Mm -hmm. to medium weight
1: if so you you complete it so
2: what typically is going to happen though people are going to be like well i went too high on the press i went too low on the my dip dip weight so that's kind of like for a if you're brand new to it it's your correction yeah right and then week after week ultimately the goal is to just kind of nickel up on certain movements yeah. like you know five pounds here ten pounds there yeah. and then after three weeks you add a round you think
1: yeah I think week yeah, uh, three, three is yep then we, we go to three rounds uh-huh. uh, the idea is that the first two weeks is really helping you like I realize everybody's gonna go too heavy so if you don't go too heavy then you're gonna ratchet up weight but if you went too heavy, you're going to be a little smarter on that second one. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're going to normalize on the next one. And then you're going to figure it out in, uh, in the third and the fourth. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get to that third week, now all of a sudden, now you're going to be smart. You're going to go back Cook to that first rate because right. you're going to add a set. So we are doing some progressive overload with yeah, the reps.
2: Yeah, And just to repeat, and we've said it four or five times, but it, invariably it people get confused. There's two sets per movement, or three sets. Those sets are done back-to-back before moving to the next movement. Correct. So you have an 80-second running timer. When that first 80 seconds expires, you begin the second set. Yep. And then when that 80 seconds uh, expires, if you have three rounds, you move to the third set. If it's only two rounds, that is when you then move to the next movement. And you continue that cadence all the way through the ten movements. Yep.
3: Uh-huh. And waves mm-hmm. up from light mm-hmm. up to medium. Yeah. And that final week
1: yeah of the circuit but You're we heavy. but but we built to that we've right, prepared correct, them correct. so the idea is that you know we've prepared you that you should not be surprised you should understand hey here's here's how i'm moving through these movements here's the rotation here's how i'm dealing with all these problems i know what weight i can handle i know which one's pushing me outside of my comfort zone and i need to push outside the comfort zone and you exactly you know where to go mentally
2: and uh, if you're like, if you're the CrossFit mindset, you want constantly varied and all that stuff, you're going to have to just kind of acquiesce because it's important to get the high, like the high neural demand of the heavy pulls on yeah. Monday and Thursday. And Thursday is going to be a little less demanding because it's a slightly simpler movement to clean over the snatch. But I mean, as the week's going on, you're digging yourself into it. And then what about Saturday, Tech, Saturday, Sunday? Is uh, that when you do like your double Murphs or what?
3: No. We won't. SPP. If you're, if we are using this as a tool, and I did connect a dude, uh, D3 Laxer, that's using this because they got a free, an extra year of eligibility because the last season he didn't know he was going to use it and he just said screw it, so he's rolling in through the using this like perfect lineup for him. Uh, so Saturday it is SPP, but then we have other options for people. So check it and out. I SPP mean, SPP
2: is your sports sp- uh,
3: spe- uh, specific physical preparedness yeah, sport. sport. Uh, yeah, if specific, you're BJJ, specific physical preparedness. Yeah. If you're a BJJ guy, go roll on yeah. that on that day versus during the week. But then other. What about a gem popper? Right. And then other. Flag football. Primal. Pickup game, Thanksgiving. No, different primal complexes, different planes of motions. So heavy, awkward, moving through space. You'll find just creative opportunities there on the Saturday. So fun training. I mean, no, nothing more than 60 minutes on those Saturdays because we know. The, the true, the juice, the action is the juice on Tuesdays and Fridays.
2: It's a heat reference. Oh, I got it. I the juice
1: lie. is worth the squeeze.
2: No, the action is the juice, John. Oh, i saw That's Tom, Tom
3: Sizemore when they're being... Uh, when yeah.
1: he tries to outact uh, De Niro. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, bad. So, so bad. Sizemore is so bad. No! <laughs> well, my, <laughs> my favorite was uh, when they bring in the guy and he's like Wingrow. I'm like, who the hell's name is Wingrow?
2: That guy's awesome. That
1: guy's my th- my favorite time Sosmore is
3: Point Break when he's the, the rat oh, mole in yeah, the biker yeah, gang. Yeah. And Johnny Utah Blows. Rain. Close yeah. the road uh the raid oh it's right and he's like, like,
1: you think i like
2: this haircut I I like this air man <laughs> my wife <laughs> wants me staying at ramada
3: <laughs> oh he's great and he doesn't remember any of those decades we're going back to freaking partiers Ooh, yeah, Rockstar talk Green.
1: about rock star gene yeah what sizemore's else, got it what else was he in Save uh, prime saving prime ryan that's, that's right, another that's one right, where that's he's like a, don't, don't remember anything. anything like
2: contain sizemore we're making a brilliant film here <laughs> um okay so that i mean man and you would recommend what's the longest someone could run the pamc
1: what do you mean? Like run it? How like, many weeks concurrent? Like uh, so I would recommend uh, following the six weeks, and then at that point we're going to get into some uh, more density type work. Uh, I it, the problem is, is man, like the idea of like why are you building this conditioning based? It has to be able to progress into something a little bit more heavier, more density. Mm-hmm. So if we just ran this we would have a detraining effect and yeah, we would just have this big this, like detraining yeah. curve right yeah so like it's one of those things where you have to hit the right training program at the right time mm-hmm. so we hit the pmac and then you roll right into the next piece and it usually works seamlessly uh, if you just follow pmac every day For the next year, uh, you would have a severe detraining effect and you would make it the type of progress that it is. And you would lose like the neural adaptation and the, uh, um, you know, the increased uh, hormone profile. All of that comes from the stimulus because it's different and we're hitting it in a different way. As
2: soon as you accommodate, no bueno. Well, there you have it, folks. You literally have everything you need to run the PAMC. But that sounds lame. Join us on Field Strong.
1: It's really the most logical thing you, you can, can do. You
2: can join the rest of the community. You get, you can put your moot like get coaching. Yeah, like I don't know what, or you could just write this down on your, you know, on your your notepad and just hit a repeater on your, your gym and have it, it'll work yeah, but and you
1: can thank us later but there's a lot of like um feedback tricks like uh, information and how it's laid out there's uh, you know the feeds and the coaching and the community pieces so i mean you can listen to this and i'm sure you could get on paper sure but to really well, what, what to, if we
2: like put together just a week for people and put it in the show notes want to do that, yeah, you we that? Oh, um, yeah we have a blog yeah,
1: we have a blog and we have a two-week risk-free trial
2: oh or yeah just come on for free yeah I don't, yeah you know, for two uh, weeks
1: the blog compares weeks. and contrasts the
3: nebraska power okay. to the current phase yeah and then so you'll see that but i we recommend you join the community you get the coaching get the action mm-hmm. you get the juice was the, the uh, two-week risk was free was the year
1: because I'm, I'm pretty sure that then the circuit's got to be 35, 40 years old. So the, the interesting thing is, you know, I ran it back, what, in 96? Mm-hmm. So, like, think about how long ago I ran it. It was already kind of old at that point. So, like, now I've done it all these years and evolved it, which I think is kind of neat that we've, we've had uh, uh, huge amounts of people do it. And I think with strength coaches and a lot of this stuff, they kind of put it up on the altar and they don't adjust it because, well, that's the way Bowie Deppley did Correct. It. Mm-hmm. So whereas I look at that and think, well, shit, if we're not constantly evolving right. and finding a better way, We're fucking, you know, evolve or die.
2: Evolve or die, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Husker power. Husker power. Athlete. 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 Mm. Metabolic. How about just power athlete? Mm. Power. That's the evolution. Power athlete. Strength and conditioning.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, check out the show notes because we're going to have links to those articles in there as well. We will. Yeah. And uh, I guess if you're the type of guy or gal that wants to get jacked, ripped, shredded, lean, and, you know, mean... I'd, I'd do it, but if let's say you're just the type of guy or gal who just wants to be doughy and pudgy and useless and, you know, a, a window licker, then I, you're right. You probably should just keep doing your, your whatever you're doing,
1: right? Dude, that's what
3: you do, right?
1: Window
2: licker? Window licker.
1: Yeah. You've I have never heard I, that? Dude, I've used that one all the time. The only other person I've heard use that window licker is my brother Ed.
2: Well, you know why that's relevant is I've caught my daughter w- licking windows. <laughs> They're like, dear Lord, I've got a window licker. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what a terrific show. Uh, end it. Cutscene. End, end it. it. <laughs> the hotline's open. 929-464-464-0. Zero. Zero. And the weird thing is, she was doing it because mommy was doing it. 99 nine, <laughs> ing, ing 0 That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Call us up. Leave us a message. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Now it's time for you to empower your performance.